Hi, my name is Major Joshua Davis. I'm a licensed clinical social worker stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. The 73 Alpha Leadership has undertaken uh, an initiative to focus on recruitment, retention, and mentorship. Uh, this is going to come in the form of a series of podcasts, um, primarily interviews. And so right now we're just going to jump right into our first interview uh, between one of our social work interns, uh, Lieutenant Eden Ketabe and Major Kara Petrasky. A little bit about uh, Major Petrasky is she's currently the 5th Special Forces Group social worker. Uh, she is the first social worker to ever deploy with 5th Special Forces Group. Um, she will, in this uh, interview, discuss a wide variety of topics, including um, her mentorship, her experiences in the Army, where she started, where she thought she was going to go, uh, and where she ended up. Uh, so let's jump right into it. Lieutenant Cabrera, I'm a social worker here at Fort Campbell, and with me here is Major Kara Petrosky, who's the social worker for Fitz Special Forces Group. Um, thank you so much for coming and being here with us. Thank so, you for having me. <laughs> so I want to start with, um, just tell me a little bit about yourself and, and your career so far. Um, so I enlisted in 2004 um, into the Army Reserves. I started off as a 42 Alpha. Um, I got my Bachelor's of Social Work degree and decided that I wanted to do something in the military that was more in line with my civilian education, so I reclassed and became a 68 X-ray behavioral health tech. Um, I did my first deployment uh, with the 467th COSC out of Madison, Wisconsin to Afghanistan, and that was really when I decided that I wanted to go back to school, pursue my MSW, eventually get my LCSW. And luckily enough, that was the same year that the Army's MSW program was standing up. So um, I was able to apply, got accepted, and went to school um, 2012 mm -hmm. as part of um, an advanced standing program that they were sort of trying out at the time. So I graduated in 2012, same year I started. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I uh, went on to do my social work internship at Launchstool, which is, of course, no longer <laughs> a site. So I'm really dating myself with all this information. And then from there, got my license, was assigned as the uh, 10th Mountain Division Sustainment Brigade BHO at Fort Drum for three years. And from there, pcs here to Fort Campbell. I've been with the Special Forces Group as their behavioral health officer slash deputy clinical OIC of the EBH for about four years now. Okay, that's a pretty exciting journey so far. Yeah, yeah okay. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> so I guess my first question is, what inspired you to become a social worker? I think I, well, I've always been an empathetic person. Um, I always wanted to be doing something where at the end of the day I felt good about what I was putting out in the world, mm -hmm. um, that I was making lives better, um, and not just doing something out of motivation for a paycheck or, you know, to, I wanted to not be um, in a job. I wanted to have a career, I guess. So, um, I didn't really know what that looked like when I was in college, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is where the Army really helped me get some sense of direction and um, figure out what it was I wanted to do with my life. And um, just happened to take a, a history class and learn about um, Jane Addams and sort of the founding of social work as a profession in the U.S., and that really inspired me. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. I think that's what I want to do with my life. Okay. So. That's pretty awesome. And how did you come to choose the Army as, you, as your employer um, as opposed to um, other branches or the civilian sector? 
Well, I had already, I was already in the Army Reserves, so it made the decision pretty easy. Just go with what I knew. Um, as far as um, staying, um, the opportunities that it offers are just, I mean, you just don't get them elsewhere. Um, it was nice to, I'm not going to lie, it was nice to be paid to go to school and to receive my license. It took a lot of the burden that some of our civilian counterparts have off my shoulders so I could really focus on the work and learning and not be stressed out about financial stuff. Um, the whole reason I chose the Army initially <laughs> when I was in college was because I was 20 years old and I needed some direction and the Army recruiter came, came knocking, um, but it was, a, it was the right decision. So. And I'm glad you're, um, you're hitting on the, some of the um, points that I'm about to ask you next, is what unique experiences do you think the Army provides to social workers, um, something that we may not be able to get in the civilian workforce? I just think the variety that we get exposed to, especially in our social work internship while we're working towards our license, we really get to experience multiple facets of the social work profession, mm -hmm. um, whereas on the civilian side, you know, it's it's, I think, a little more difficult to get those experiences, especially when you're, you know, pre-licensed. Um, so I'm not, there are certain areas where I really enjoyed working in. There's other ones that were more of a challenge, but all the experience that it provided was really, really beneficial. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and have you received any valuable words of encouragement that kind of helped you to stay in the military and, and push <laughs> with your career? So many that I can't think of any specifically. I've been so lucky. I've had really great mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, early on in my career, I had a supervisor tell me, you know, you're not going to be able to save everyone. Um, you're not going to make it worse. Right. And I think that that's really a, just a really important lesson for a new social worker because we do often take on what our clients are going through. We take that home with us. We take it home to our families. Um, it really helped me. I think it helped push me through some challenging situations, mm -hmm. knowing that um, at the end of the day, you know, it, I'm just a person in a uniform doing my best, and I can only do so much for somebody. So just learning to have boundaries um, was really helpful. In terms of staying in the military, um, it was never really a doubt in my mind that I would stick it out once once I got into the program and uh, was licensed. I just I knew that I was going to stay for 20 mm -hmm. at least. <laughs> OK, that's awesome. I mean, you're pretty ambitious, even like you said, since your 68 X-ray days, you had certain goals that you wanted to, to reach. Mm -hmm. And that's what got you here. Um, so my next question is when you were a 68 X-ray you know, in um, pursuing your bachelor's degree and your master's degree, mm -hmm. where did you hope your career uh, would take you? Where, where did you hope your, you know, you would end up career-wise? I was always, I always try to be very open-minded with that, okay. um, and I'm glad for that because when I was going through the program, the opportunities that exist now for social workers weren't actually a possibility. The position I'm in right now was not something that was even available mm -hmm. when I was first going through the program. So I always knew I wanted to um, work with trauma. Uh, I wanted to work with combat soldiers. I wanted to deploy again because I'd had a really positive experience during my first deployment. And I've gotten to do all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I've also gotten to 
do other things that I never anticipated I'd get to do as a social worker, like deploying with a special forces unit, um, going to SEER school, all of those things. So um, I don't know that I had specific goals. I think I tried to keep an open mind, and I knew the population that I wanted to eventually be working with, and I, I was able to do it. So. Right, take it on the opportunities. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's awesome. Um, why do you believe Army social workers are valuable? Because they are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because what we do is very important. Um, we fall into a generation of veterans um, who all we've ever known is large-scale conflict going on. And a lot of our patient population, that's all they've ever known. And really, it's the first generation of veterans that can say that, um, where it's just been, you know, on repeat for their entire careers. The possibility to deploy, deploying, coming home from deployment, readjusting to what civilian, not civilian, but family life, and then preparing to do it all over again. So there's a great need for behavioral health care. And I think social workers, you know, coming from the um, perspective that we do of the person environment and the strengths-based approach. We really bring a lot to these people who've been through so much. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's just one of the most, I think, rewarding career fields you can be in. And <laughs> I'm not biased at all, but the work we do is very important and the people that we're working with need us and it's, it's an honor to, to be able to do it. Right. Do the okay. job. Yeah. Um, what what type of impact do you think you have made on units, soldiers, or command teams so far in your career? I'd like to think that um, I have been able to really sell the capabilities and the benefits of getting early intervention to soldiers and to commands. Um, you know, there's a, there's a stigma that still exists for, for many um, that getting help is going to sideline their career, you know, opportunities, or it's going to take them out of the fight. And um, we want to get away from that. We want that not to be the first expectation that people have. So um, I'd like to think that in my assignments, I, I try to do a lot of outreach, a lot of education. I try to just be um, an approachable person and be proactive, and I'd like to think that um, I've been a part of some of that change in some of these units, or at least for some individuals who maybe were not open to it before and are now. And, and I agree. I mean, that's a lasting impact that we can make um, as social workers. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, what would you say your goals are for the rest of your military career, however that long that may be? <laughs> <laughs> I am coming up on the end here. Okay. Um, I just hit 18 years, so um, I am very excited for my next assignment, which will be the Director of Training for the SWIP program at Fort Bliss. So um, just looking forward to um, mentoring and supervising and hopefully passing on <laughs> some worthwhile <laughs> guidance to future social workers, um, being that positive role model to them that I had. Um, and then beyond that, we'll see. Right. <laughs> Retirement, I think. Right. So it seems like career-wise, your career is coming to a full circle, right? Mm -hmm. You started as a SWIP intern, and you went on so many adventures <laughs> in the military, yes. and now you're going to be heading, you know, that... Um, 
SWIP program for the the new incoming intern. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a full circle of life, right? It is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's exciting. That's awesome. So with that being said, how has mentoring junior social workers been for you so far? It's one of my favorite things about the job. Um, something that really just in the last couple of years, working with the SWIPs here in didactic training, um, getting to actually supervise SWIPs directly in my current role and in my previous assignment, it's just something that um, it's so important. It's such a critical part of our profession to give back and just to, to steward along the next generation and make sure that they're getting what they need and they're feeling supported. And it's a tough job. So um, it's it's one of my favorite things. And now I'm very excited that it, it's really what I'm going to be doing as my next job. Right. So. Okay, great. Uh, now, taking you back to the beginning of your career. Oh, boy. Um, what would you say is the benefits of uh, joining active duty versus staying in the reserves or in the National Guard? Both have their advantages and disadvantages. For me, going active duty um, at the time was was the only option. The, the um, MSW program was not available to the reserves, and I don't know if that's still the case or not. Um, it was available to the National Guard. Um, so it, it was the only option. and. I mean, obviously, the benefits of staying active duty is I've got to move around, live in different parts of the country, live abroad, mm -hmm. deploy, um, raise my children in you know diverse environments, um, just really get a lot of different life experiences, you know, both within the profession and just personally. Mm -hmm. um, in the re not to say that that can't happen in the reserves, but um, the reserves has its advantages too. If um, being away from, you know, support system is too difficult, uh, you know, having opportunities in your local community to work in the field that you want to. Um, for, but for me, it was the right choice. I'm glad. I'm glad to be on active duty. Um, I'd do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Great. If I was young. <laughs> I mean, this is very helpful to mm -hmm. other soldiers who might be listening and watching and mm -hmm. uh, want to try out the route that you've taken to, mm -hmm. to get to um, here. Uh, what type of trainings does the Army offer to its social workers that they may not find elsewhere? That's difficult to answer um, because I've spent you know, the last 10 years in the Army. Um, but the access to evidence-based training in the Army is just it's excellent and I've I'm so thankful for all of the courses that the Army has put me through mm -hmm. to help me better you know deliver treatment to my patients mm -hmm. um, especially if you know you're wanting to focus on trauma we we do lots of training in different modalities for treating trauma um, so I've really really appreciated that um, and then we also get to do you know some non-clinical type training or go to, you know, cool schools mm -hmm. <laughs> as our schedules allow, which you just don't get on the civilian side either. I, I doubt very much I would have ever gone to Sears school. Definitely. I agree with <laughs> on you. On the civilian side. Right. So. Uh, so, I mean, some of these experiences are kind of once in a lifetime Absolutely. experiences mm -hmm. that you really will not get anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And you get to do that for free. Exactly. And I agree with you with the evidence-based treatment. These are treatment, you know, trainings that people pay thousands of dollars for to, Absolutely. to get these treatments. Yes, and we, we get them sort of coordinated and available to us at no charge, right. oftentimes right here where we're stationed. I mean, I went to 
majority of my evidence-based trauma treatment trainings, <laughs> it's a mouthful, in Germany, you know, I'm in Bavaria <laughs> learning about post-traumatic stress disorder. And so, I mean, you just, you don't have access to stuff like that, I, I don't think, as, as readily on the civilian side, so. So, as we are coming close to the end of, you know, our um, interview, what is your advice to new interns like myself or even individuals who are thinking about applying to the MSW program or the SWIP internship? If they're thinking about applying, if they think this is the direction that they want to go, I'd say do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you miss 100% of the, the shots you don't take. Um, it's a really great opportunity to learn a lot. Um, and from a, you know, just a financial aspect, it really eases the burden of putting yourself through grad school, um, and you will get opportunities and trainings and things that, um, you just, it's hard to say no. <laughs> um, I would say, uh, for the, you know, current interns and, and junior social workers, um, be humble Never be afraid to ask questions and seek consultation. Um, we don't know it all. I don't know it all. I'm constantly seeking feedback when I feel like I need it or I feel like I'm stuck. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually, you know, one of the best parts of the job is just kind of learning from my peers and my supervisors, um, figuring out what I what I don't know and how I can do better. Um, and I would say too, you know, don't get discouraged. It's a tough job. Uh, you know, like that supervisor told me a long time ago, you, you're not going to be able to fix everyone. You know, it, you, you're not going to make it worse. <laughs> um, you tried your best, and at the end of the day, if you, you tried your best, then you should feel good about what you did um, and understand that it's not always going to go the way you want it to, and sometimes you'll get, you know, patients who really express their appreciation for you, and sometimes you get the opposite of that. And um, it, it's okay, and don't get discouraged because for every, I would say for every negative experience I've had, mm -hmm. I've you know had at least twice as many positive that just remind me every day why I do this job. So kind of reaffirm. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. Well, Major Petrosky, thank you so much for coming in here and sharing your expertise and your life experience so far in your military career. Good luck on your retirement and good luck <laughs> on your next assignment as well. Thank you. Thank you, you so as much. Well. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. you.